Make up your mind to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornell from here. Our idiom for today is make up your mind. And this idiom is in this form, the meaning to make a choice to decide on something. It's been around since the 1800s. At least it's attributed to the 1800s. But they suspect it could have been, or a similar uh, saying, could have been used in, sh or was used in Shakespeare's King John a couple hundred years earlier. So it's been around a long time, hundreds of years for sure. And we're always talking about we need to make up our mind. So what does this have to do with growing and building and supersizing our business? I think first and foremost, we have to make a choice and a decision and a commitment that we're going to create a business, that we're going to start a business, that we're going to run a business, that we're going to supersize and grow our business. Because once we commit to that choice, we'll figure it out. Everything else will fall into place and we'll figure it out along the way. But this also reminds me of in order to make up our mind, we have to be good at making decisions. Now, geez, back in corporate America decades ago, I wrote a book on how to make decisions, a decision-making process, and we trained everybody in the organization on it. So we all had a common knowledge, a common understanding, a baseline at which we could, in a process, we could follow to make good decisions. Now, do you need a seven-step decision-making process for every decision? No. And we talk about that a lot in uh, this year's annual challenge, which is the BU 365 Day Challenge. I feel like I have hair in my mouth. As well as uh, we talk about it a lot in, in this group because we know that we need to be able to make good decisions in order to get good results in our organization, in our life. And I do have a hair in my mouth. <laughs> Very unprofessional. So I decide that I can be the way who I am on my videos, apparently. So you can go online and you can look at all kinds of different decision-making processes. You know, I've, I've got my own that I've narrowed down. There's different tools I use and that I teach and that I, I use every day to help me make choices and alternatives, among alternatives. Because, and our paradox today for the annual challenge is the choice paradox, where when we have too many choices or when we have a lot of choices, we tend to be less satisfied or be dissatisfied with each one of those. And I think it's partly because of the analysis that we do. If I've got five different suitors or five different people I can choose from to go out on a date with, all of a sudden I'm comparing them to one another and I'm thinking about what are the advantages and disadvantages of each of these people, each of these personalities. I shared in the uh, challenge today that I have too many clothes. How many women will admit they have too many clothes? But I have a lot of shirts, like hundreds and hundreds of them. Why? Because I want to show up every day in a different shirt. And uh, that was just something I decided this last, this year, because I'm like, all right, I've got all these clothes. Why would I show up in the same thing every day? Maybe this is a, a female or a person that loves clothes problem anyway, but it's not a huge deal. But in order to not be dissatisfied with having too much of something and to be able to break it down and make choices easier, I usually will pick a color or match a theme of what I'm wearing to the topic that I'm talking about in my content in the morning. Why? Is that a great way to make a choice? Not necessarily, but it's what I do. Or if I've got a meeting or if I've got something that I need to do during the day, like an actual in-person meeting, we're back to having those again, so excited, that I will, I'll choose something according to that. I remember in corporate America, what did I wear? I wore my corporate uniform every day. What fit into the organization I was working for? And then for a couple of years, I showed up in my bathrobe online. When I first came online, I was pajama grandma. So I had like 40 some bathrobes and I would just rotate through those 
when I was making my content and creating my videos. And then during COVID, Pajama Grandma didn't seem like the best persona or part of my identity to pull out because so many people were seeing being stuck at home as being stuck at home and a bad alternative instead of focusing on the positive of that. So different tools, plus and minus, uh, the urine analysis, terrible name, but it's a great analyzing tool and it helps us to make decisions. Nominal group technique, the, the list is endless of, of tools that we can apply to making decisions that are best for us and, and possible. But human nature is to focus on the negative, And I think that's why we feel less satisfied with each of the possibilities when we have a lot of them. A lot of times though, we go just the opposite way and we, we put ourselves and box ourselves into a corner and we say, all right, either this happens or we're gonna be out of business. Either we can choose between this and this. You know, we have, here's an example just thought of, when we're hiring someone or adding someone to our business, we usually have, at least nowadays, I've found hundreds, if not thousands of applicants. How do we sift and sort through those? We have to have ways to sift and sort through those in order to get to the, the best person for the job quickly. And there's, there's creative ways to do that too. And to find out if they have the actual skills and you can train for skills. You can train people how to do anything, but do they have the core values and things that would fit with the organization, etc.? We can find ways to filter that way. All right. Love to know your experience with this particular idiom. Make up your mind. Do you have ways and tricks for making up your mind? I do. When there's too many choices, things like the nail salon, I will go in. I used to, I early on discovered, I don't know how long I've been getting my nails done, but like over a decade for sure. And when you go into the salon, guys, you might not know this, but when you go into a salon, there are literally hundreds of nail choice colors, right? And so how do you pick a color? Well, luckily we change our color every like two or three weeks. So we're not stuck with it forever. So have I made bad color choices in the past? Yes, some of them have been horrendous, but I only have to live with them for a couple of weeks. And actually I could always go back and just get it changed right away. I just never do. I teach myself to look for the positives in the choice and the decision that I've made. So I used to go in and I had different strategies over the years for how was I going to pick a color. Sometimes I'd go in with a color family in mind and I'd only look at the black nails or I'd only look at the, the pink or the red or the gold or the orange or the blue or whatever color I picked. Other times, what I did before I started picking a color family, because that still gave me a lot of choices, was I'd pick a number. Before I went into the salon, I would think of a number. And then when I got into the salon, I could only look at colors that fell in and had that number in them. So if it was like 16, I could look at any number that had 16 in it, 16, 116, uh, you know, 216, et cetera. And that helped me to narrow down my choices. So wondering if you have any tricks and strategies you use to help you make choices, especially things like, do my nails really matter? No, I'm going to change them every couple of weeks. So it doesn't matter. However, Making that decision leads to other decisions and makes them easier. So once I pick the nail color, guess what? Now I'm only looking at a small percentage of my tops or my clothes because I'm going to find clothes that that goes with. I'm not going to wear navy blue with, unless I have a navy blue and black shirt with these nails, if that makes sense. These are actually black sparkles. I'm, I've been into sparkles for a couple of years now. All right, if I can help you anyway, ask. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another idiom to coincide with our paradox for the annual challenge. Have an awesome day.